When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Instant Match Reaction. It's me, it's Dutton. It's the instant match reaction. Liverpool beating Watford yeah. by three goals to nil. Um, Tom, before we get into the, the actual game itself, everyone knows the premise of the show by now. And if you don't, we'll talk through our hot takes from the game. It's that simple. Um, the Liverpool fans, and I've got the picture up in front of me, banners in the away end. We obviously yeah. weren't there today because our studio's in Liverpool, not in Watford. Yeah. Uh, we're not that bad, Wolves. Um, 2,706 grassroots clubs funded for a year. 56,180 weekly shops for food banks, 11,662 Premier League season tickets. That's Scudamore's 5 million greed. And the best thing about it, Scudamore was in the ground wow. today. I mean, it's mad when you spell that out, isn't it? I mean, you, you, you know the figure, 5 mil is a lot, but then this is what it can get. And they're echoing the sentiments of not just so many Liverpool fans, but so many football fans around the league. And it's just good to see that... No, they put in the effort there to just go. We need to highlight this. This is the this is the second time that I can remember this season that Liverpool fans have been highlighted for doing good with the banners and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's you know it it happens more often than it's picked up. But um, obviously you know earlier on in the year Liverpool fans did something amazing for what was it for? Grenfell. Thank you very much. Was Palace away? Wasn't it? Is that right? It was Palace away. Yeah and. It's good that Liverpool fans are starting, I think, to change the reputa- their reputation. And I think the reputation was false anyway. I think yeah, it, yeah. it always has been because of everybody knows the reasons and stuff. But um, more fans should be able to stand up for stuff like this. And I'm not saying that any other, no other fans do do it. Yeah. But the fact that Liverpool fans are always seem, always seem to be on the forefront is absolutely brilliant. It's even it's even like opposition fans with the justice for ninety six banners and and you'll never walk alone stuff and it's just showing solidarity. It's at the end of the day, it, obviously footballs are a lease for a lot of people, but these issues are still there. You've got it. You've got to highlight them, and it's it's boss to see. In fact, I remember sitting in the Anfield Road end when Watford were playing Liverpool a couple of years ago, and I was above the Watford fans when they brought a banner for the justice for the ninety six stuff. Uh, it is great to see, and I love the fact that all football fans we all love the same sport. We're all very you know. Generally speaking, I'd say the most the majority are all working class people, and we all fight for the same things yeah. ultimately. And it, and it's great when football fans can all get on one side. Yeah, talking about a side that all came together. Liverpool's oh, did in the second half uh, la, uh, tonight. Listen, we had an early scare that Delafeu won. Yeah. It seemed a little bit easy. It was a long ball straight down the middle, and Dini with a flick on. But we had it marshalled, didn't it's we? It's what Dini, like Dini's really good at. That he's just good at like the one touch stuff. He's a he's a deceptively good player. I find through Dini. Obviously, we we marked him out of the game after that. We just went right. Let's let's make sure he doesn't do that again. 
But I think it woke us up a little bit. Mm. Obviously, Virgil looks for a, looks at the linesman. He hasn't raised it yet because it was a late flag. You can see how annoyed he is at, at, at conceding it. Great finish, but I think at that point, we kind of just went, right, let's tighten up a little bit. It was too easy, I feel like, just a ball, straight ball down the middle and a flick over the top. But that shows you the Premier League. Like, Watford aren't great, yeah. but they've got that danger. They, they do, and, and they're always going to. And it must have set the alarm bells ringing because that's what Watford have always kind of done against us. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're a who fit long side or anything, but that ball into Dini who wins the flick on is always an option for them. And yeah. I, I did get a little bit worried when that when that happened, and you're thinking, "Fucking hell, is this going to be yeah. how this game goes?" Fortunately, Liverpool were able to take control. I think we had about 65-70% possession yeah. throughout the entire game, but certainly it was about 70% during the first half. It was the other end of the pitch, though. You know, it wasn't until about 40 minutes until we started. 38 to, minutes, the first shot with yeah, Bobby. That, that, and like for both sides, to yeah. be fair. like, But that sparked a five-minute spell of the game where we lost control again because we'd, we'd worked hard to gain that control and we, were, we earned the right to play a little bit of football, but... They were so well set up yeah. that it was difficult for us to break them down. We're gonna get that so many times in the season, aren't we? Where teams just go right, let's just let's just stifle them first half. And I think a lot of people panicked. I, I wouldn't say we panicked, but I think it was it was nervy. I think it was one of them. We're just thinking, is this what it's gonna be? It's a boring game of football, and you sat there for the first thirty-five, just thinking, right. I know we're passing side to side. I know we're probing. I know why we are. But you're watching Man City getting alerts and you're seeing, oh, they're 3-0 up already. And you're watching the goals and you're seeing just how lax the defending was for City. And you're like, is that West Ham being terrible or is that City just being great and why can't we do that? But then you're thinking, no, let's trust the team. Let's trust in the fact that we are probing. And it showed when we scored our first goal why we were probing, why we were shifting side to side. Wait for that one little spell where, oh, they're, they're full-backs, not in position. And then, and then that's... That's how we and score. that's what it's all about, and it's what this Liverpool side has been doing this season, as you say. It's you know you work your way up. It's very Italian football from yeah. the 90s. I always keep I keep coming back to it because you work your way up. Anybody make a mistake? No. Is everyone covered? No. Or, or, yes. Okay, we'll move it around to the other side. And I think it is difficult to watch sometimes as a fan because you want that sort of blood and thunder that you've been you've been brought up on in the Premier yeah. League, and it's a little bit slower, but it has to be because these players are so good. It doesn't matter who you face in the Premier League if the team decides to defend they can defend well and that's yeah. what they did and you know Bobby Firmino realises that the fullback hasn't got Mane plays a perfect yeah. ball takes out four defenders and then the ball's perfect to Salah who probably not his best finish of the season it's almost right to Foster yeah, isn't it? Yeah it was, it, was, it was a mistake by Foster and we're all sat there thinking oh well I mean even the movement of all, all three of them the movement from Bobby coming deep then Mane's ball in then Salah's movement to get across the, 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 the centre back and then we deserved the goal, really. The finish could have been better, but I think it's one of them, the breakthrough, and we all just went, oof, okay, it's not going to be one of them games again. We've shown our little flash of quality that we all know we had, but it is about breaking down them teams. It's so difficult to... You, you, you're right before the saying you've got to slow it down. You, there's no point in just trying an aimless ball over the top. Mm. There's no point in trying that. And of course you want to see that and maybe it'll bounce down and they'll score. More often than not, the defenders are just going to hoof it out of play again. So I really like to see the pragmatic stuff and then it works with that. We, Like I say, we do have the quality, even though maybe Manny didn't have the 
the best first half. He was still instrumental in quite a few of them opportunities. Shakiri was the one for yeah. me that had the first half. Every time he picked the ball up, I was thinking something's going to happen here. And there was a couple of ones, wasn't there? There was that ball. I think the first one was like a raking uh, crossfield pass over to Salah. Yeah. And Foster just tips it out. And then there's a corner a couple of minutes later, which is on to Salah at the back end of the first half. Uh, and another one was it to Mane. To Mane and then that's, that's when he has the shot on. That, that, ball, that diagonal was always on with Mane. I was... Asking for feet the whole time. I really like it when we give it to Salah's feet and he battles with that defender. But what was happening is we were pulling the cross and then leaving that space over the top a few times. I think there was one where he hit it too hard, but Mane appreciated it. And then he knew then, Mane, I think, oh, I can make that run and that, that, that run across the defender where um, Shakiri puts it into the middle and he has that pot shot on goal. Just great to see that. Okay, we weren't creating too much, but we were always a threat. Watford always had to think and... We just played through the midfield. We we nullified that midfield by having that ball from deep straight. Yeah, I, I, one of the things that I want to talk about is Bobby for me, you know, and, and it, you know his play from the number ten position, Tom, because I think people are struggling because we're not seeing Bobby for me. who scored nearly thirty goals last season or whatever. I think he got twenty seven, was it, or yeah. something like that. And we're not seeing that Bobby Fino, but he gets a goal today, and he he's instrumental in the first goal as well. And, you know, but for Mane, staying a little bit offside, he might, might have been instrumental in another goal. Mm. The, what, that one, for me, is a really interesting case, point, case in point because when Firmino's got the ball there, he gets the ball because Mane breaks past the defender and he ghosts into that space. Yeah. And that's what I think Liverpool are trying to do. They're trying to find him a little bit of space, five yards behind their sort of, or ahead of their defence. And that's where he's going to pick the ball up and look to, look to create from or look to shoot from. Yeah. But he has to work hard for it. You know, they had two defensive midfielders in the first goal. He's 10 yards inside our half when he picks yeah. the ball up. That's the difficulty is he's having to drop deep to get, get the ball and then he's having to get on further forwards. It hasn't quite worked for him, but again, he's involved in the goals and he's one of the reasons they're pulling the game. Yeah, he, I mean, it's hard, I think, because we're so used to seeing him he always did that dropping deep, but he never dropped that deep because of his position. He was always the centre forward. So when he dropped deep, he dropped deep towards the lines. So we always had Salah and Mane around him. Whereas when he's dropping deep into the midfield, it's so he's so far removed from it that it takes him a bit of time and he needs Mane to, to then be able to, to beat the man. And it it is a tough one. A lot of people saying he's not been on, on form and stuff and alright, you yeah, maybe, but I think it's it's because of that position. I think he's obviously very good at it. But it it it's taken with a taken away a bit of that fluidity to me. It's it seems and he's had two years of playing the nine. Yeah, exactly. And and you you still find himself sort of on the wings in that position a few times as well. And we know that's not his best position. He's a weird one for me because Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If Shakiri can show that he can play that 10, I'd play him there and put Salah on the wing again and then put Bobby up top. I really feel like that would be better. But then you're seeing Shakiri's playing from deep on the wings and playing these balls in. So maybe Firmino is just kind of put there because we want him on the pitch but it's not his best area it's a strange you know what I've only just thought of this now and maybe I'm completely wrong on this but I see Shaqiri link up with Mane a lot during the game today I've seen Shaqiri link up with Salah a lot I've not seen Shaqiri and Firmino or that I can remember them two link up very well and I wonder if that might just have a you know when that when they get used to how to play with each other then we might start to see the best out of both of them again uh, yeah, I mean, the thing that they're both really good at, which is why I'm surprised I haven't seen too much link-up, like you've said, they're so good with the one-touch play. They're so good, so skillful on the ball. Bobby Firmino especially, when he decides, OK, I'm going to beat him, man. There's that great clip of him, Megs and Troydini with like a back-heel flick, and you're just like, you're amazing, and controlling the ball and then playing it, playing it on. And I am surprised at that, but maybe it's just, again, a virtue of the, the system that we're playing. It... It's hard because... Shaqiri's first thought is forwards, isn't exactly. it? And if Bobby's dropping deep, then maybe that's maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe it is Bobby dropping to let Shaqiri go ahead and then being able to cover that space. I feel like Salah up top, when we play Salah up top, he's the best at breaking the lines and going past the defender. Mm. But because Watford was so deep, we didn't have that. And then you've got to, you've got to rely on that one-touch stuff. I, it'll come when I think the ball goes to feet then the runners come on after that, but we've also still got someone kind of deep, which might be Firmino waiting, Shaqiri gets the run on, and then the little one-touch stuff, because we saw, what game was it, where Firmino and Salah playing one-twos all the way up the pitch, uh, last last game where Liverpool played, Fulham, um, yeah, Fulham, and you're just thinking, that's where Bobby in the 10 there, with Salah making the run and beyond, it's going to click, it's going to come. What did you make of the defence today, Tom? Look, Another clean sheet. Yeah, we stifled them. Obviously, they had, they had a lot of times where they had the ball and they looked dangerous, but nothing came of it, you know what I mean? I, I think, bar the, the sloppy Pereira. passing. Pereira well, this, chance, maybe? Yeah, I mean, there was the, the one I remember is the, the sloppy passing with, with Alisson and he gives Bobby the ball and then they get it back, but we, we just enclosed it. We just went, no, we're, we're good enough and... I didn't really see too much of it because we didn't have to do too much. Really. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I was I was really impressed with Lovren and Van Dijk again. I think, you know, Lovren has come in for criticism throughout his Liverpool career, and some of it's deserved, and some of it's way o- over the top, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway, but the two of them there have done to Troy Deeney what I've seen, what I've wanted Liverpool defenders to do to Troy Deeney for ages. Yeah. Bar that first 
flick on in about one minute 42 seconds into the game or something. Don't remember him doing anything else. And, yeah. you know, how many times Troy Deeney's been a thorn in yeah. our side over the last couple of years to be able to go into it and go, no, we're not having any of that. We're not doing that. It, the Pereira chance only comes about because Lovren slips. Yeah. He yeah, literally yeah. just falls over and then Pereira's free in the box. And we've got a world-class goalkeeper who's able to make top draw saves yeah. at nil-nil. That, that was a great save, wasn't it? You're watching it. Like... It looks, it looks sort of easy, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's great!" It looks a bit easy, but to anticipate that, get a good two hands on it and put it out, out of danger, brilliant. And that's just after we've had our first shot. So you can think, thirty-eight minutes, Bobby Firmino has that snapshot, and then thirty-nine minutes they go down the other end and score. You're like, "Okay, now, now it's tough. They're gonna sit even deeper." But uh, no, I think you're right. I think defensively, what kind of attack breaks us down now? It is the one-two give and go that Chelsea do and beating the full-back, but that's so hard to do against us as well. So I, I really feel like we used to struggle, like you said, against these big men up top. Now we're, now the only people that can really beat us is a really good team move, and that's so hard to do against, especially when our midfield's on and form And the set-pieces well. we're looking so much better from. I mean, that high line, we've been talking about it a lot this season, especially on the stats show and that, Tom, mm. but that high line is working an absolute treat at yeah. the moment, isn't it, from and free kicks? And that's so hard to do. The, the, there was one time when Van Dijk dropped too deep and yeah. th th we had an issue there. But every other time, we're always in a line, we're always playing people offside, we're always, it, we're just so trusting of each other and, and, and it's great to see that everyone's shouting at each other. There was one where Henderson's screaming, I think it, I think it might have been first half, but he's screaming, he's like, there's a man free on the side and then I think Milner, no, second no, half, was second half Milner. Milner was there. And then Milner just went... Get it's up. not me, and Henderson goes yeah. over and gets him, and you're doesn't like, he? like, OK, everyone knows the position. Klopp doesn't need to shout and go, that man, everyone knows what they're doing, it's great. Yeah, no, I must... I, yeah, like, Jordan Henderson, well, you've, you've mentioned him, let's come on to it. It was, a, it was a brain fart, that from him, wasn't it? I mean, that is ridiculous. I mean, you know, he's picked up the yellow card earlier on in the game, yeah. and then he's running... He's, the fella's running out of play, and, and he's just been arguing the referee, so you've pissed the ref off already. Yeah. I think he's got to be better. He's got to know... What he's, what's happened in the game? He knows he's on a yellow. It looks like you mentioned it when we were watching back. It looks like he's gone in for it and gone, oh, I'm on a yellow. And then he's gone, oh, fuck it. I'll just do it anyway. And you're yeah. like, there's no need there. You know, it's 2 0. Don't, don't lose your head. And we're losing him for an important game as well. I know. That's the big thing. A lot of people saying, oh, I don't want him to play against Everton anyway. Well, he's a workhorse. He works hard for the team. And no matter what you think, he recycles play, keeps it going. He, he he dropped in deep into that centre mid and let the defence split, which is something that, all right, Genie does it, but Henderson is just better at that part of the six. I think Genie's a lot better in different aspects of the six. And Fabinho's there as well. Look, we still have cover there, so it doesn't really matter too much. But you still want him as an option. He's still a good player. He, I mean, he had that shot didn't he, where uh, it comes to the edge of the box. It's the first time I've seen him take a shot on like that for ages, and obviously skies it, but it's nice to see him at least taking that on. He goes, right, I've got people coming at me, let's just have a go, and he scored from that position so many times. It was just, it was a tough one he took on. It was like one of those where your body sort of side on and you're volleying yeah. it side on. I mean, they're all tough for me anyway. I can't do any of them, especially <laughs> if they're on my right foot. Uh, I've got absolutely no chance. Oh, we don't even mention sense-free kick yet. Oh. Tom? You knew that was going in. It's one of them. The reason why you know it's going in is because he puts it in that position before every single pregame. Every time we go into Anfield, he puts it there. He does the exact same motion every single time. That's not a fluke. He practices that every single day, it seems like. And that's why. That's just hard work on the training ground. And he's gone, 
this is my position. And all the lads have gone, yeah, I see him do it four times and practice every day. Do it. And he's done it perfect. He's gone over the high point of the wall. Their tallest fella was there. He yeah. jumped as well. It wasn't like there was any messing around there. And the goalkeeper hasn't got a chance. As a goalkeeper, you've got to trust your wall. But as that goalkeeper, he had absolutely no chance of getting that even if he dived there and guessed. And and it's one of them. You see Trent putting them close all the time. You saw the game once against Hoffenheim. He's maybe our best free kick taker. Yeah. And he's 20. You know what I mean? 19, 20. And then, like, Shaqiri's just gone off. So I was saying, oh, Shaqiri would love this one. Well, Shaqiri's not getting them anymore because, like, Trent. Yeah, Shaqiri, stop hitting the bar with them. You've got to get them in if you want to take these free exactly. kicks. It comes down to it. What did you make of his overall game then? I thought he played better once he'd scored that. He didn't play that ball into feet that I like to see all the time. Um, but again, I feel... You're talking about the, the right back to the centre forward yeah. or an attack and mid and then, and then that gets us that splits the, the midfield with through a, a line of press and then and then they turn and plays it to Bobby and then Trent can get up the side more and I feel like we didn't want to play that a lot, obviously because they were so deep and so well defensively uh, set up. Um I don't know, I thought he was okay. One of them. I don't know. Yeah, that that was the that was obviously the highlight of the game, probably, and, and certainly the highlight of his performance. I think in a defensive sense, I might have mentioned that on, on one of the player ratings or match reaction show, I don't think he did anything wrong. Mm. You know, and what and again, with I'm almost disappointed in Trent's performance bar the goal because he's not set someone up, which is stupid. Yeah. He's a 20-year-old kid playing right back who hasn't made a mistake all game and who has scored a world-class goal. Yeah. Like, how hard are we on Trent Alexander-Arnold? Because I don't think I'm the only person with this type of an opinion. No. I, I, I like that, though. And it's I think, I think he's going to flourish. The fact that we know he's got more to his game because we saw it last season, we know that he can get up and down the pitch, put in a great delivery. Now we know he can score three kicks for fun. We know that he's got all these things in his locker and we're like, we'll do it every week, mate, and, and keep doing it every week because that's the level we want. Look at Man City. You're better than their right-back, so show us. And, yeah. and it's the same with Robbo. He was, he was great on the left-hand side, loads of energy, breaking at the end, and you're just thinking, Andy Robbo running down the pitch deserves all the plaudits he gets because he does that every game. That's not a one-off. 88 minutes into the game and he's still bursting down the wing, gets the ball back across. I loved, and I know you did as well, that movement. Mane and Firmino were so clever yeah. there. There's two on one in the middle of the box. Firmino drags the man and Mane just slows down and yeah. waits for the ball on the edge of the box. That's perfect play. And it's not like you can have a little chat as you're walking down, I'll go, you stay. Mane's the second, the second fella and he makes his decision off Firmino yeah. and it's brilliant. And the shot's not great from Mane. But Firmino's there, tucking it away, and they're all whinging because it's offside when it's clearly not because there's a fella on his arse about a yard in front of the Yeah, exactly. And to be, to be fair to Forster, Foster, whichever one it was, he makes a great save on Mane. I think, point blank, Mane, puts, Mane should score, but it's a great save. And then he nearly saves the other one, which is, again, fair play. But it's the fact that we've got two people. 88 minutes, we were 10 men, and we've got three people up the pitch. And, and, and outnumbering their players and the amount of desire there to get a goal to just finish the game off to get more goals we need to get the goals we're saying oh let's not worry about goal difference well you may as well you know what I mean you're on the break for, for the desire of them two to get up the pitch like that then the awareness like you say to be able to go he's gone there I'll stay here and to capitalise in terms of oh we've done the positioning side of things 
that set us up. The, the fact that they know the positions and it worked, it drops it for me. You know, that's not luck. That's him going, I know where the ball's going to go. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. And again, li li listen, Liverpool, second in the table, unbeaten after 13 games, best start to a Premier League season. We've had best defensive start to a Premier League season. We've had... But just a, a, all round, uh, you know, not an outstanding performance, but a 3-0 victory away from home in the Premier League is never to be sniffed at. And the fact that our goal difference is 16 better than Manchester United's at this point. Great. Clash, clash, clash. Thank you very much for watching. Thanks for joining me, Tom. Thanks for the behind the, work, uh, behind the camera work, Si. Uh, we'll see you next time. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.